0: to track listing the podcast where a musician a comedian and a painter review old albums for some reason nick chris and
1: i'm caleb and uh it's my pick this week and i picked the bad boys soundtrack yeah bad boys in honor of bad boys 3 coming out bad boys for life i want to say i i thought it was a good excuse to get a little r&b a little hip-hop onto the show Things have been pretty white around here lately.
2: <laughs> well, Let's we're doing do this four more Wes Andersons uh, back yes. to back right after this. So. <laughs> this if we do
1: this, it buys <laughs> us a little breathing room to do some Wes Anderson yeah. films.
2: Tarantino Wes Anderson. Uh
1: but yes, this is from nineteen ninety five. I did not own the soundtrack, but this was a big like big selling soundtrack. This is a big one. This is a huge soundtrack. And I, I owned I think we owned this VHS because I remember watching this movie a lot.
2: This is one of those movies that was on like USA and TNT all the time. And there's that hilarious David Spade joke. It's like you watch those movies for the gratuitous violence and like the like the boob scene. And then on <laughs> USA and TNT they take it all out and say like, like Wait, what are you, what are you watching? Yeah, what am I watching? <laughs> Just this terrible movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I rewatched it. Did you guys have a chance to rewatch it? I I had never seen it before and um, I started the movie and I was like, nah. <laughs>
3: You never see <laughs> this movie? Get, oh, man! No,
0: no. Oh man, you're going to have a lot to add this week. Yeah, it's going to be uh, great. <laughs> we'll talk about it more. I yeah. thought
1: that the acting and the writing actually held up fine and the yeah. direction was very distracting. <laughs>
2: I was ready to uh, to hate it, and I it's charming. It's it's funny, v- a lot of humor, very tropey stuff. Like you know, this instantly someone comes in and it's like the DEA and the FBI are gonna be all over. The-. Like it's every cop trope you've ever fucking heard. But I, I it was fine. It yeah, was yeah, fine. Yeah. And then the, the directing got insane. So
1: <laughs> Just insane. the action. We'll all get right, into we'll, Michael yeah. Bay
0: after a lot of music in this film. Some Let's music. get into it.
3: <laughs> first <Whoa. track. laughs> Whoa
0: shy guy by diana king
1: I kind of I kind of like this uh, this '90s like anodyne reggae sound, a little reggae R&B.
0: Yeah, you remember her cover of um, "Stir It Up" from the Cool Running soundtrack? (laughs) I do not. Yeah, you do.
2: (laughs) I remember she was famous for another cover. Uh, I say a little prayer. Say a little prayer. Yeah, yeah. My best friend's wedding, forever and never. never.
1: Man, she's really leaning hard on the
2: soundtracks, but uh, yeah, I remember.
1: This this is featured pretty prominently in the movie. Mm-hmm. It might play a couple
2: times. I believe. So. I thought it was just in the boxing gym. But Maybe it's just uh, it, in like the there's a gym. shot. There's you know the, all these money shots of Miami and like crazy <laughs> helicopter shots, and then it uh, starts playing that, and then goes into the boxing gym where they meet Max, who is a boxer prostitute, I guess. Yeah, escort some
1: high priced escort. This is back before they were shooting digitally, so yeah. this was shot on film, I assume. And then you had to like pay places to process them. Like I remember reading that, like when they did "O oh Brother, Where Art Thou," they like got a deal because this company wanted to show off like a new process that they had.
0: To they make, were like uh, antiquing the film.
1: Yeah, like antiquing to make and like whatever they did to this film is bizarre because. It's like way crazier than like in traffic when they're in Mexico and everything's like yeah. yellow. Yeah, the kinda, weird sepia tone. It kind of just too. looks
0: like the sun is always rising in yeah. every it's like shot. It's
1: fucking scene from, uh, it looks like a scene from The Martian, you know, where it's just like, it's like oh, so just, so yeah. it's so bright. so yellow. <laughs> There's like nobody in the driving anywhere. It's re- <laughs> It's like it was a Mad Max film when they're driving around. Mad movie, nice.
2: I remember it being like L.A. when I was a kid because it looks more it was like probably LA. shot in L.A. Yeah, it probably was.
0: They just put but, up a Miami sign yeah, in L.A. Yeah. Michael to Bay. Bay has never been enslaved to authenticity. <laughs> but, Michael Bay, are we going to start talking about Michael Bay already? Right.
2: Or we're never going to stop. I will say, like the <sighs> the sun, like sunset, sunrise shots, it throws the timing off all the movies or <laughs> the entire movie. You're like wait, they okay, it's supposed to be like 7 a.m. because it looks like the sun is just rising. And they're like, But they go into a place and they come out, it's night, and you're like, what? What's happening?
1: So I was thinking a lot about Michael Bay when I was watching this because he's kind of famous now for, I remember reading an article, or maybe it was just a review of one of his films, but it was somebody who was like really kind of seriously trying to grapple with what Michael Bay has done with like the language of film, which is if there's like an action that happens it like the narrative stops and it'll like rewind and it'll do the same thing in slow motion from different angles. And it's just like nothing tracks like logically, Mm -hmm. but you still like, you still take it in and understand what's happening. Right. And this is like before he really dives into just like, like people will understand. I'm just going to like show all the things. Uh, But this I'm like, what is this style? And I think he's probably ripping off like, like Hong Kong action. Because there's a lot of like cheesy, like billowy cloths in rooms. Like everything's like yeah, really overwrought.
2: All the women are dressed in like silky, like, yeah, flowing. I, I think that he's garments. like kind
1: of trying to do like a John Woo thing.
2: This was his first. Um, wasn't this his first director? Directorial well, debut for a
0: movie. Like, big. Big. Done some like uh, commercials for some stupid brands before this, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> got got the attention of. Um, I seem Jerry remember, Bruckheimer. Yeah, I remember that. Like the Bruckheimer yeah, so, Simpson thing was a bigger brand
1: than Michael Bay at this point.
2: Yeah, yeah I think it was.
1: Famous, um, of course, for their uh, sexy cocaine parties. Yeah,
0: <laughs> this is also kind of a, Will Smith had done some movies before this, and obviously. TV, but this yeah. is kind of the big his breakout transition into film this is the first time i
1: remember him being like a large person because he was always next to uh <laughs> martin lawrence yeah so he seemed like a big old action star and yeah, i was like was huge oh, yeah.
2: yeah and uh yeah he was, he was still fresh he's still a fresh prince at this point you know it's yeah. the 90s i don't know let's get into the next track
0: <laughs> track two is warren g with so many ways bad boys
4: version G-Funk era, you know what settings are going for Rng I'm soon turned superstar stop, stop, stop. <laughs> 11, 10, 70, that was my intro, but now I'm making dope, I'm rolling a 6 but things get shady where the grass is greener, brothers throwing up sets and hoods like they never seen a young mac daddy do what thing cause I pack right, I got 44 ways to make you whack right, and it's a shame how the game must be played, it was told, never fold, brother brothers, you can't fake. I,
1: I miss Warren G, I mean, I, I, don't, I think he's probably still around, but this kind of 90s hip-hop <laughs> he hasn't sound, gone but this was like very, this is very nostalgic for me, yeah. if, uh... If you're curious why Warren G sounds exactly like Snoop Dogg, it's because he like grew up with Nate Dogg, who is Snoop Dogg's cousin. And Warren G, I think, was R I
2: P Nate Dogg, Uh
1: Dr.
0: Dre's stepbrother or something. Oh, I didn't realize was, they were all
1: related. Yeah, it was like a very small community <laughs> out of like, Long Beach. Yeah, we get to do, like. Uh
0: we get to talk about Michael McDonald two episodes in a row. Oh yeah. So
1: exciting. <laughs> Famous for the regulators with uh
0: Yeah, the the... Warren G-Track Regulator uh, features a Michael McDonald sample. And also
1: a clip from Young Guns. (laughs) (laughs) All the elements of hip-hop.
2: I do, uh, not to sound like uh, Chet Hanks, uh, but I do really enjoy the uh, the patois at the beginning of a couple... That was happening a lot, I feel like, in 90s hip-hop, there'd be like, a, E wanna be a bee? Just like some lady yelling in patois at the beginning of it. And also, if you haven't seen Tom Hanks' son speaking patois on Instagram, it's scary, because he's so good at it. You're like, what? How did you... How long have you been studying Patois?
1: Yeah, I love that Tom Hanks has one good son and one bad son. <laughs> Maybe there's other sons, but I just know the two.
2: Oh, man. Yeah. Be, be more like Colin. Colin's <laughs> great, man. That's all Tom's saying to Chet. He's <laughs> like, why can't you be more like Colin? Come on. Yeah, I, I love Warren G, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's the sultry. It was Yeah, him and Nate Dog just dominated, like, oh, we need someone to sing a little part about uh, on this rap song. Yeah, let's get Warren G. Let's get Nate Dogg.
1: I think it's funny. So, Warren G and uh, Snoop sound the same, but like Warren G just looks like a normal person. Yeah. And Snoop looks like a oh.
0: cartoon.
2: <laughs> a lizard of some
0: <laughs> <sort>. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into track three. We've got bass mechanics with 5050. Here they come.
4: Hey, 5013. Right stick, off the concrete. Move quick, bad boys, in pop pursuit, suit. Cause they think I got the loot. But they got to catch my shit I-M-P-A-L-A, okay, it ain't gon' happen though cause the gas, gas, pass, flow, you know? To Friday the night at Illusions which bring this conclusion, uh, if we plan on jamming, then my six four best keeps crammin'. So hold on, cause I'm get through the alleyway. Roll down the window, roll out the Alizade.
0: song Sounds like it's fitting right into a mid 90s Michael Bay movie.
1: Well, this is like uh, actually very appropriate to the film because this is Miami bass. This is the what 69 boys did Tootsie Roll, yeah, which is like Garden
2: Candy Sweet. It go, let me see that Tootsie, Tootsie Roll. Bro.
1: So, yeah, it's you know, this is what people would be listening to in Miami at the time.
2: Yeah, it's a great beat. I love it's a very danceable beat. I think
1: it's a little bafflingly uh, pro police. Yeah. <laughs> It's something that's going to come up in this
2: yeah. soundtrack a lot. They're like, wait, oh, we got
1: to do one for the police. This like, is like, yeah, how many years after uh, NWA NWA's big fuck up, the police? Oh, okay, now they're just like, no. yeah, call the police. Let's
0: do it. Like, yeah. Walking into like Will Smith's clean rap.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's even beyond that. It's like, yeah, they have to be the heroes in this movie, so it's a little bit like I like the idea
1: of yeah, like calling up these guys and being like, so listen, we want you to do something for. This Martin Lawrence, Will Smith movie. It's like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They play cops. They're like, sure. It's like, so
2: something about how great cops are. It's like, what? Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry. Can you run that past me again? <laughs> Wait, what? The uh, the 69 boys' uh, Tootsie Roll was such a funny, funny smash hit. Because, like, I remember listening to that and like, you know, PE class and like in the carpool <laughs> it's like by the 69 boys you know on <laughs> kiss fm 106.1 family friendly radio <laughs> like they had no idea that it was like i guess tootsie roll was just shaking your ass or something like let well, me dude, see that tootsie yeah. roll miami
1: base is like cartoonishly obscene you know it's <laughs> two, two live crew <laughs> one of the music, biggest yeah. and it's like super fun and it's something that kind of disappeared after a while but i think it was one Of the first kind of like weird regional rap movements that really sounded something like particular besides just like the east coast, west coast, LA, New York thing,
2: yeah. I think like uh, like Baltimore had some pretty, co- pretty yeah, good, pretty good, yeah. There was like, like Baltimore dance club. club stuff, uh, and that was happening maybe in the mid 2000s, like 2005, 2006. Yeah, and then New Orleans had like Lil Wayne, and they had
1: well, yeah, in like the late 90s, things started to get more interesting. You yeah. know, there's like the southern rap and everything. I guess this might have so, like Nelly might have been. Like, popping off around then.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think. 95. If you go to New Orleans still, there's like, like blow the whistle, dude, dude, dude. Like, that is like the national anthem of, uh, or like the city anthem of New Orleans. I think New this Orleans. movie definitely
0: set up Michael Bay for success. This was a $23 million budget, and the box office was $141 million. Oh, man. That's that pays fun. for a lot
1: of sexy cocaine parties.
0: It was a huge hit.
2: I mean, it spawned two sequels.
0: Yeah. Certainly one of the most successfully commercial directors, you know, definitely in the top five or top 10, but God, he's as terrible. far as, he's, uh, he's so you know, bad. quality,
2: <laughs> I want to say like Transformers is up there with like one of the top money making with Jurassic franchises. Park
0: and Steven Spielberg yeah. movies. Those movies
1: are so bad.
2: You were a fan of a uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles though. The new ones, weren't you? No. <laughs> you told me you liked him. You said Raphael looked cool.
1: I don't think I. I said that they looked like Bonzi Wells. Uh, I. They, I one thing were, I liked about those movies. You were surprised at how good TMNT was. I, I don't promise think you, you so. told me that it was watchable. I yeah. liked how they actually looked different from each other yeah. for the first
2: time ever. Yeah. Like Raphael was like enormous and scary looking. But they all look terrifying. Yeah, they look. Yeah, they they didn't do the noses right. They <laughs> have like weird. Ah, oh, they're so weird. Yeah, it was pretty scary.
1: Michael Bay's so weird. What's the best Michael Bay movie?
2: The Rock, maybe?
1: Maybe The Rock. Which is
2: an insane movie, too. Those 90s action movies. And, and you were saying something about uh, like the way they look on film. I, I think this era of movies, and I've said it before on the podcast, looks the best. I really enjoy the way these like mid-90s and late or early 90s films look before they went digital. Uh, there's something about just like, it's very watchable. I don't know, but
1: yeah, I think that the my problem with Michael Bay beyond just like the weird story stuff and uh, all the young ladies, it's just like a coverage thing. Instead of like uh, planning a shot, he just covers it from every conceivable angle, and it's just like flipping back and forth between a bunch of stuff, and like scenes just like cut and move to something else. So so like kind of haphazardly, Hmm. but uh, I don't know. This this movie definitely moves along. It moves and it has the prerequisite like the french bad guy for no reason
0: (laughs) soundtrack's moving along as well oh yeah let's do it (laughs) to an artist that no one knows anything about this is juster with boom 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 I mean, I never thought I would be saying the phrase, um, a poor man's limp biscuit. This is,
1: this is very rap rock. Very <laughs> unfortunate.
0: There's a couple more rap rock songs we're going to hear. So just strap in.
1: <laughs> so, There's like
0: a trend I've started to see on Instagram where people are posting video game consoles that have been signed by rap rock artists. <laughs> <laughs> and and they and they're selling on eBay for like, you know, extravagant amounts of money. It's like a Sega Dreamcast signed by Fred Durst for, you know, five hundred dollars. <laughs> oh my
2: god. This can't get any more ninety yeah, than like, that. We've oh, really man.
0: reached a new low in society.
2: I'm trying to think, but like Faith No More, they kinda of came on the scene. They're not on here, are they? No. <laughs> that's that's a damn shame. <laughs> The song's playing right as a yeah classic 90s like wake up hit the alarm and then it's like boom 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 <laughs> rap rock get into it um, <laughs> They're from Chicago that's all I know. Juster. Juster. fans if you're if you're playing along at home uh, Obviously, I' say not Guster on Just- Juster with a J it's just-er. It's, just-er. it's juster. I always
1: feel a lot better about shitting on like successful bands because yeah. they deserve it and it's like shitting on Michael Bay but this band is bad.
2: Oh, poor Juster.
0: <laughs> Boo hoo, <laughs> Juster. I, mean, I don't
2: know. If they really had a shot. If
0: this they is, really if this is one shot. of
1: the only things that they did, and then uh, it's whatever. I don't they, like it.
2: They got paid, man. This uh, the soundtrack went platinum, you know. Oh, yeah. Juster's
0: sitting pretty.
1: Maybe they're directing films like uh, Fred Durst. Fred Durst directed <laughs> that Chavolta film.
2: Oh, man. Gotti?
1: <laughs> no, no. It's... It's after that. Travolta's on like a really weird uh, cycle this year. It's a thing where he's playing like an obsessive fan and he has like a weird bowl cut haircut.
2: Yeah. I mean he's he's probably just hanging out at the gym at midnight too. (laughs) (laughs) Let's
0: dive into track five. We've got Tupac and Dramacidal with me against
4: the world. The city, the cops are top me. The project is full of bullets, nobody's bodies is dropping. Ain't no stopping me. Constantly moving while making millions. Witnessing killers, leaving their bodies in the band of buildings. Carries the children because they're ill addicted to killing the knee appeal from the cap villain. Without feeling, but will they last or be blasted? Honestly, maybe you'll listen in this casket for aftermath. More bodies being buried. I'm missing my homies in the hurry
0: to relocate. I feel like there's this funny thing with hip hop that sampled other songs where. I grew up in the 90s, and hearing the songs that they were sampled in is usually the first time that I heard that piece of music Mm -hmm. and then kind of forgot about it. And then when I got into disco later in life, that's when I started to realize that, like, all Will Smith songs were like Sister Sledge or yeah, yeah. or um, the Whispers or something yeah. like Anita that. Anita Bell, maybe Stevie you know, Wonder. It's not like I heard Men in Black for the you know for the first time and was like, oh, that's Patrice Russian Forget Me Nots. Yeah,
2: it is infuriating in a way. And that like, <laughs> I'm fine with it. I <laughs> mean, well, like Forget Me Nots will never not be Here Come the Men in Black to me. You know, Here Come <laughs> yeah. Men in Black.
4: I can't get. Back <laughs> <about this. laughs>
2: It's so not Weird Al did the same thing to me too. Like oh, no. I, I know the Weird Al version uh so much better
0: than some of the originals. Gump sat alone yeah. on a bench in the park. Yeah. <laughs>
2: the song's
1: all right. I I've always been a way bigger uh Biggie fan than that's, a Tupac fan. East Coast, thing. West Coast. Which is yeah. gonna be, even though I grew up on the West Coast. Yeah. I don't I think part of it might be that tupac so like when tupac and biggie died there was a lot of people that were imitating them mm-hmm. and the people that imitated tupac were like uh ja rule and a lot of like bad music yeah and so when i hear like tupac's voice i hear people like doing that voice
2: i, don't, I mean like ja rule yeah, i don't know I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't he doesn't hold a candle to tupac first of all uh, yeah but, but they he, just
1: they just kind of sound the same and it's I feel like Tupac is doing like a little bit of a voice, kind of like Eddie Vedder, where you feel like there's like he's like doing a thing where where Biggie seemed more authentic.
2: Yeah, I mean Biggie's voice is just more aesthetically pleasing to me, just like the husky, and his his his, his lyrics were just entertaining versus mm-hmm. like. I know Tupac was a deeper like you know a more poetic rapper but I don't care about that.
1: Yeah, like, I, I, never, I think think that that's like you know? a little bit of a revisionist history. I mean Tupac spent a year in prison for sexual assault so I don't think hmm. everybody says that he was like the enlightened one. I think he was a shitty person. <laughs>
2: But he's a good well, rapper. You know, if you, judging uh, by the uh, biopic Notorious, um, he was just trying to sell records, baby. He was starting that feud. He was stoking that fire just to, like, you know, get the and then get the that
0: records. thing happened that always happens in music where something popular comes along, and then you get all these people that just sound exactly like the thing that's popular. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But I kind of think of this this kind of rap voice reminds me a little bit of like the Eddie Vetter like grunge voice. So like I guess jaw rule is like the creed yeah. of gangster rap. <laughs>
0: yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's let's fair. let's hear everybody's Eddie Vetter impression. <laughs>
3: oh, oh, you're there old,
0: go. <laughs> a little bit of Hulk Hogan in there. Now let's
2: do uh Jaw Rule. All right. None of the <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: Track six. John B. and Babyface Someone to Love. Baby, the
3: love from you is what got me through. It's because of you I was able to give my.
0: Like this era of uh can I say cinema? I'll say movies. This era of movies (laughs) isn't isn't complete without a cheesy ballad on a soundtrack.
1: Cheesy, this is like uh John B. and Babyface. These are two huge figures in like nineties R and B production songwriting. Mm -hmm. Babyface was the face. I don't know if you remember the face uh Records, I guess, like the record label. It was L.A. Reid and Babyface. Yes. But she, he, like wrote like all the like the big boys to men songs, and yeah. I think Bootsy Collins was the one that gave him the name Babyface. He's like a
0: big this song big figure. Yeah, I heard this song re- recently. I was in a Lyft ride back from a uh, Target, and we were stuck in traffic, and the uh, the Lyft driver was playing this song on like her um, personal iPod, and like really grooving out. And I was just stuck in traffic with this food processor on my lap, really thinking about. I mean, really painting picture. Is, what is life? <laughs> it was kind of a crazy scene.
2: <laughs> oh man, Babyface has won eleven Grammys. Uh, I was like, uh, this says here he was number twenty on the greatest producers ever. Oh, what's wow. the number twenty? This scene, I guess, is uh, when... <laughs> I was joking about it with Caleb earlier that uh, Martin Lawrence is pretending to be Mike Lowry. Who, he's pretending to be Will Smith's character. So he's, like, using Will Smith's apartment to house Tia Leone. And he, like, comes back, and there's all these pictures of Will Smith. And she's like, why do you have all these pictures of Will Smith? And he's like, oh, I, uh, he's my partner, and I, I love him. And she's like, okay. <laughs> Clearly, you're obsessed with this guy. But I... On a rewatch, I was like, oh, wait, there's no reason that they needed to swap identities for roughly half the film. It's
1: very it, contrived. There's a reason why you would do it for like two scenes. But mm-hmm. then they, yeah. They, <laughs> they're trying to get Lowry on the phone.
0: And uh, there's a thing where his she, character yeah, is the one who ends up answering she's, the phone. She would
1: only trust uh, Mike Lowry. And it makes sense why that would be the case. But then they, yeah, it keeps going way too long where they're like. You know, the setup is that they're living each other's lives. One of them's a bachelor, one of them's married.
2: It makes, no sense. it makes no sense. It makes no conceivable sense why they do that, except for, like, oh, it's funny to swap the families, and, like, Will Smith's this brash ladies' man, and, you know, Martin Lawrence is, like... And it should have been the other way around, first of all. Like, I could see Will Smith being such a more, like, family guy than, <laughs> like, Martin, Martin Lawrence. Lawrence. Go watch his, uh, what almost got SNL kicked off the air, talking about, like... He went rogue on his monologue on SNL, and he was talking about like women not washing properly, (laughs) but like obviously in more explicit, uh, and more explicitly, um, um, boy. But uh, and then like they, I think you, I don't know if you can still watch the original air, but um, in the edited version, there's like a pause, and it was like at this point, Martin Lawrence goes off script and talks about how women don't wash this, this, and this, and then. we almost lost all our jobs that day. And like it's it's very scary. And then it like cuts back to him and he's like, We're gonna have a great show tonight. Taking <laughs> oh, off yeah. his shirt. <laughs> It's
0: just crazy. Alright, yeah. Nikki, what do we got next? Track seven, MN8 with I've Got a Little Something For You radio version.
1: See, I like this shit. <laughs> this is definitely like New Jack Swing. You love New Jack Swing. It's fun. I don't know. I grew up during that time. Uh, this is actually like a British act, I think. That, mm-hmm. But they, uh, I think they got tied up with Bad Boy Records and, and Puffy.
0: Nah, 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 It's a little bit of...
1: 8 MN8. 8 It's like a little bit r&b but it's also like a lot of this sound kind of got subsumed into boy band like like yeah. Sync could do this song it,
0: that kind of sounds like a max martin backstreet boys yeah, yeah. style production i think that's
1: a little bit of the european influence <laughs> with, <laughs> with, with like yeah. the, the american new jack swing weird song like, you know it's very 90s it's probably a little bit like 91
0: yeah
1: yeah i don't i don't remember where this was in the movie uh, it's probably, probably
2: during a uh,
0: helicopter exploding into flames.
1: <laughs> maybe Joey Pants was listening to it. Joey Pantleone, man.
2: When he's, uh, it's, uh, I wrote it down. It's where Will Smith is just cruising in his Porsche. There's, yeah,
1: there's a lot of driving around.
2: He's like the rich kid that's now the cop, which, you know, I, I guess that's a good character. <laughs> I guess that's a well-written character. It's like, hey, rich kid. He's like, look, I've always wanted to be a cop. And I'm rich. You can't get mad at me for that. <laughs> You're like, All right, maybe just do anything else with your life. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's kind of like Batman, but he's not. There's no tragedy. He's the cop. I don't know. It doesn't they don't really go into it.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I remember I was like, "Why does he drive a Porsche? Like, is he a dirty cop? I not you know, not understanding why he would need such an expensive car." I think
1: it's just an excuse for Michael Bay to like insert cool stuff into the movie.
2: Yeah, and he does it. He does. Um, I want to read for you guys Michael Bay's Wikipedia just personal life. Uh, I don't know who wrote this. I think he himself had to have written this. Uh, Bay lives in Miami with his three English Mastiffs, named for the characters in his films. As a boy, he donated his bar mitzvah money to an animal shelter and often includes his dogs in his films why is that under personal life in his wikipedia page there is yeah a michael bay's
1: personal assistant who's just like spamming the wikipedia
2: and deleting anything else that anyone
0: else writes there's no accountability
1: (laughs) michael bay's famous for never attending any of jerry Bruckheimer and don simpson's sexy cocaine parties
0: (laughs) he was never
2: there don't listen to the lies he's
1: telling me the story of don simpson because it was a producing duo and Don Simpson died pretty young, and mm-hmm. then it was just Bruckheimer. Yeah, but there was somebody was outlining to me the circumstances of of Don Simpson's like.
2: Yeah, I read it on the on one of the episodes. Uh, it's insane. I can't remember <laughs> quite the. De- I think it was like he was face down in his own swimming pool or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, didn't, so.
1: like he had like a his doctor was living in his pool house and just like writing him scripts or something. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. By the time he died, he had a sixty grand a month drug habit. Uh, just man, living life like a real bad boy, living it to the it's fullest. Just, it's so
1: surprising that a true artist like Michael Bay could somehow succeed in that
0: kind of environment. <laughs> Float to the top.
2: Yeah, I know, man. It's more <laughs> testament to what a genius Michael
0: Bay is. I think South Park really nails their uh, their episode where he shows up, and he's trying to give ideas to the government to help fight terrorism. And they're like, we need ideas. Like, what have you got? He's like an 18-wheeler, spins out of control, and it's like, Kraw! they're like, no, no, that's not, that's not an idea. That's just special effects. Wait, the Armageddon was good. Was Armageddon better than The Rock? No. did we like armageddon i remember enjoying it when i was younger
1: yeah. i i was definitely a much bigger fan of the rock maybe yeah. it was the age that i was at
2: i enjoyed pain and gain i thought that was a pretty funny movie i haven't watched that it's good it's good workout dude it's all miami he loves miami <laughs>
0: he i think going to miami to shoot this he loved it so much that he bought a house there and I was there with yeah. his english bulldogs english, <laughs> english mastiffs <laughs> that's insane yeah track eight Keith Martin, Never Find Someone Like You.
4: When I look back-
1: In the
2: this is uh, oh, when Yves, when i guess martin lawrence is pretending to be mike and then also will smith is there he's pretending to be marcus and uh yvette so, i still don't understand what was happening in that scene because a woman just walks in and starts taking off her clothes and it's like mike are you here and they're like get out of here you gotta get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> and they shove her out and then T. Leone is like, well, who's that? And they're like, no, don't worry about it. And Will Smith's all mad for kicking. It. I don't, I, anyway, it, it sort of makes sense, but you're like, oh, so a woman just showed up and has your key and is one of your ladies. But every woman in this movie is gorgeous. Even like the, like the D.A. lady or like the high up in the Miami Police Department, you're like, why is she that attractive? Like, it didn't need to be. I'm trying to think of. Michael Bay. So
1: in this movie, we have. A high-priced, uh, high-priced escort. Mm-hmm. The escort's roommate, mm-hmm. the, the madam, and then a masseuse who's dating them, like a playboy millionaire.
2: Yeah,
1: and I think that might be all the female characters.
2: There was like a few lines from the. Uh, she's like, "This is an inside job," and you guys oh, are. Good. She's like the boss. Yeah,
1: there is a. The woman who works in the police department who turns out to be the mole, the yeah. inside, inside man, yeah, yeah, yeah. who is from Unforgiven and The Crow, yeah, she's pretty good.
0: She's good looking, too. She didn't need to be. <laughs> Couldn't find anything on Keith Martin? Uh, he, he moved to the Philippines. <laughs> that track was uh, four and a half minutes long. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Keith Martin. <laughs> this is a great podcast. Oh uh, Nick, you really should have watched the movie. <laughs> I don't know, man. What uh what made you pick this? Bad Boys
1: 3. It's a phenomenon. It's getting good reviews it's actually. Good reviews. It is
0: getting good reviews. I think that this Bad Boys does not maintain a great Rotten Tomatoes review. Yeah, I mean, even though it was such a huge uh, box office success. It's, it's, so big int- it's a bit contrived. The big intense, summer movie when it came like out
1: in the 90s.
2: Yeah, it's got it's like reminiscent of like speed and like those sort of thing. Uh, oh, speed has a great soundtrack.
1: I think of it more of like a <laughs> Still speed, a knockoff <laughs> of Lethal Weapon, because yeah. you have it's like buddy, the, cop like the, the Bachelor and then the Family Man. Good cop, good cop.
2: Good cop. Mm, mm. Lethal Weapon, I love.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nicky, We're gonna we're have to do track nine. <laughs> what do we got next? Uh, help me out with the pronunciation here. This, this is-, is Ina Kamozzi. With call the police, Marvel slash bonsai mix. Call
4: the police, for me. I tell them Police, 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 about to Yo, the the police, 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 police,
1: So when I was a kid, uh, Ina Kamosi had a huge hit with, uh, what was it called, Here Comes the Hot Stepper? Do you guys remember that song? Can you do that for Here comes the hot stepper, murderer. You know, it was a big... Here comes like, the it was hot like, stepper,
2: yeah, I'm not a called cool. gangsta. Still looking like that. Big uh, hit, huge
1: yeah. hit. I think it was actually... I think it appeared in a soundtrack that might have, like, got it to set off in the first place. But uh, I was reading that when that song came out, uh, there was, like, a bidding war for Ina Kamosi, because he was, you know, he was a Jamaican artist. It wasn't some young guy that was, like, working on a big, like, studio. Uh, <laughs> so there was a bidding war, and he ended up getting signed by Electra for a seven-album deal. <laughs>
2: Oh <laughs> my God! What?
1: Never to be heard from again.
2: Oh man, poor, poor Ina. I hope
1: that he took home some of that electro music money.
2: Yeah, he had to, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Ah, Teats.
0: classic bonsai mix on that. That's from a uh, Jim Bonsai Caruso. You like that bonsai mix?
2: Who would give anyone a seven album deal? I think it was a number one hit
0: yeah and that's unheard was, of That's unprecedented he
1: had been you know he was like a, a musician probably like semi-successful in jamaica i think for like 10 years or maybe longer let's he give him a young a, let's guy. give him
0: seven cycles
1: he had like a he had a song that took <laughs> off in the states
2: oh man i don't i do not understand how, the how many albums did work? the beatles
0: put out six <laughs> that's the magic of the bonsai mix <laughs> Yeah, uh,
2: this is when uh Leone and uh Marcus uh Martin Lawrence are getting shot at and they drive away and go to Mike's place, but um or Marcus's house, excuse me. Martin Lawrence this is pre uh like mental breakdown Martin Lawrence which uh there was some like I guess there were some tabloids that he was running in LA with uh, fur coats on. Like he was jogging with fur coats on, and like people were like, yeah, okay. And he was like, he stopped in the streets, he was yelling at cars and stuff. And there's a, uh, there's kind of a phenomenon that's happened, and uh, maybe I'm uh, generalizing a bit, but uh, popular black comedians that like rise to meteoric fame have this like very strange view on the world. Uh, like Martin Lawrence, had happened to. Cat Williams may be an exception because he's also just a crazy person to be in a... Dave Chappelle, Chris Tucker. They've all had these, like, kind of mental collapses. And I think Dave Chappelle explains it best. He's like, when you're extremely uh, successful and black and and rich, it's it's like you have a really nice sweater, but it's really itchy. He's like, you can feel some strangeness uh, about it. And I think... I don't know. I've, I've watched tons of Dave Chappelle explaining, like what fame does to a, a person that kind of came from, you know, that was very real, and especially with comedy, you have to, like, be yourself and, yeah. like, just stay grounded, and it's it's got to be impossible.
1: I'm trying okay. to think of the last time I heard of Martin Lawrence doing anything besides this uh, new movie coming out.
2: Big Mama's House. He oh, was, boy. He did three of those. I don't know how they made three scripts out of that idea. <laughs> How could they make him get back into the suit? There's no nothing explains it. But it
1: was but, that was just like a like a low rent Eddie Murphy because yeah, it was, cause
2: just Eddie a, Murphy, it was just
1: a Nutty Professor thing. that he Because Eddie Murphy to do, right?
2: went crazy too. Eddie Murphy was making horrible movies for twenty something. But years. then like yeah. the
1: Tyler Perry thing is just a Big Mama's house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a Big Mama's <laughs> house where nobody realizes at any point that there's a man in there. <laughs>
3: That's true. That's true. There's Tyler
0: Perry is, uh, I mean. <laughs> If you've seen the video, I watched a video recently. It's a tour of his uh, studio complex in Atlanta. And I mean, it's pretty insane. It's a 300 acre property. They've got a full recreation of the White House. (laughs) <laughs> that they' use for shooting t v shows whoa
2: it's, it's, what? it's
0: completely nuts he, i mean tyler perry is is so successful yeah. it's 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 pr- truly amazing
2: i do I do give it up for Tyler Perry i mean like as much as people shit on him because uh, <laughs> uh, it's ridiculous, but his whole like he's kept that same theater group that he started with and like took them to the top with him in every movie he 's ever done, and the t v shows that he's produced and so like that's that's an awesome thing to do. Dude,
1: you know? I remember thinking. So he shows up in uh, Gone Girl in like kind of a small role. He was and great, he's and really, great really really he good.
2: Was maybe the best person in that movie.
1: Yeah, I kind of want to see him in more things that where you know where he's not Big Mama.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's not Medea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watch this video.
0: Watch the uh, tour of his Atlanta studio. <laughs> All right, Nikki. What do we got next on the soundtrack? Track ten: Debrat and Notorious B.I.G. with DeBside.
3: Oh
4: Knew that you never had a clue uh-huh. on who was the king of the street Four deep in the range rover a jeep uh-huh. Guns under the seat And my man just came home from work release Crystal in my lap, chronic in the
2: air No Biggie Pass was lit like you just don't care
1: Yeah,
4: you're on my hit list, Biggie burn flips When I'm pissed, release the Rolex from your wrist, baby No human being, Korean or European Be Yeah, baby.
1: I'm really into this
0: that took me a yeah. second to remember what that was. That uh, what, the sample, what,
1: yeah. It's, so it's produced by Jermaine Dupree.
0: Right, and he was smart enough to uh, use the uh, the percussion track from the Gap Band's song "Outstanding." Oh, okay. Um, which is that da, 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 that little bongo pattern? Yeah, that bongo loop. Yeah, I don't know if there's any kind of similarity, but with a lot of those uh, disco bands, the you know their albums have. Some really good tracks, and then there's just these really, really bad ballads that are peppered in to those <laughs> disco albums. And I don't, this soundtrack may be doing the same thing, <laughs> but if you go back and listen to the Gap End, you know, they have good tracks, but then there's just these really, really stinky ballads.
1: Dude, the 90s, you guys are too young. You don't know what ballads, ballad life back then, it was huge. <laughs> tell I, us, I, Grandpa. I up, yeah, and it was like Boys to Men, and it was all ballads. this shit. Was, yeah, man. I can't, I can't. Re- I can't Imagine a young kid, like testosterone, just like flowing through your body, and you just listen to fucking end of the road over and over.
2: I don't know. <laughs> like boys to men, and that was all like middle. It's middle school dance era for me, where yeah. I was like, okay, this song's coming on, and it's like you know, it still gives me like the panic anxiety. It's like <laughs> I have to. Ask someone that I like to dance, and if they don't, that was a babyface track. I think. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But this, dude, this Biggie song, yeah. I love it. It's a jam. And love it.
2: DeBrat's great. I Debratt's think she's really talented rapper. I think
1: Jermaine um, Dupri actually is. He's not listed on the, but I think he raps. He's listed on as the. Uh, he's listed as a producer, producer but I think yeah. he oh, has he's verses got a verse on it as
2: well. He's a. He that's where he's stick, smart. Yeah, he needs to stick to producing. <laughs> his
0: Because r- if, you, if you're a producer and you can sneak in a, uh, a, a vocal, vocal line in there, you're going to get some more money.
1: Puffy was the one who he was oh, the first like hip hop producer who was kind of trying to make himself into a star. Yeah. And everybody kind of hated him for it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, Jermaine Dupri was kind of like chasing that model of like you got to yeah. brand yourself. You Who's know what?
2: So So Deaf Records was his. Yeah.
1: So So Deaf. I think yeah. was uh was it Atlanta? I think he was. Atlanta guy,
2: yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I think it was, yeah, because he like for sure, he, for sure, Because sure.
1: yeah. he was super young when he started producing, but yeah. he started with producing uh, Criss Cross, which mm-hmm. was the you know, Chris the two Cross kids make you
2: jump, to dress jump.
1: backwards, yeah. <laughs> and that was, you know, I was probably the same age as Criss Cross, so that was my shit.
2: Nice man, Dude, I, I loved Criss Cross back in the day. Um, yeah, Jermaine Dupree. Uh, there's, he's got a few songs that are just trash. But it's like, you gotta, <laughs> if you're a comedy club owner, don't also be the feature comedian. You know what I mean. Like just run the yeah, yeah. club. Just run well, the it was the, all the, you know, the record T- stuff.
1: Timbaland, but... You know he was always a little bit too involved in the uh, oh, uh,
2: dude. Th- th- he's gonna come out as like the thief master supreme. <laughs> <laughs> Timbaland. <laughs> he's 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 gonna turn over stealing like six or seven uh, beats that he said he just made up. It's the he's got the Daft Punk disease. <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> I made this.
1: You're like, You clearly know. It's no, no, got no, that no. French virus. <laughs> All right, Nikki, what do we got next? We got a break. Oh, we're coming up against a break. So at the end of the episode, we are going to add a track to the track listing Spotify playlist, our favorite song about the police. And then also, we have a game coming up after the break.
2: That's right. I've got a game prepared.
1: Ooh, people like the games. Yeah. I like the games. I'm excited for this. Me too. Stick with us.
2: Hey everybody, thank you for listening to the Tracklisting Podcast. We want to hear from you. So if you've got a soundtrack recommendation, a suggestion, or a view, uh, did I mispronounce something, or uh, if you just want to hurl insults at us, or you just want to say, hey, uh, please reach out to us.
0: You can find us on Instagram at tracklistingpodcast, Twitter at tracklistingpod, or email us at tracklistingpodcast at gmail.com.
1: If you enjoy listening to the podcast, uh, why don't you tell a friend that you think might enjoy it as
0: well? Uh, Or maybe tell two. Yeah. And they tell two friends? And, and they tell two friends. <laughs> and they tell two friends. That's how you start a
2: movement. Yeah, and also, uh, if you like the recommendations we've got, uh, you can check out our official track listing playlist on Spotify. Oh, yeah, tell, tell people about the, the
1: playlist on Spotify, and then they'll tell two friends. And they'll <laughs> tell two friends.
0: We love y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks, I guys. Welcome back to track listing. We have a game. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for this game. Actually. I,
2: I love this game. Uh, we're all fans of only connect here and I've prepared a only connect style game. Uh, this is, I'm going to play three clues and there is a fourth clue that these gentlemen will try to guess the answer to. So it's a sequence happening. There's a common connection between these four clues and the f- they're trying to guess the fourth in the sequence. We've been workshopping
1: some, uh, some names for this game. Yeah. We,
2: we <laughs>
0: don't have
1: stink. one yet, but we if you list. have an idea, please write in. We're getting stinky looks from Nick. I thought maybe four score.
2: Anyways. Four score. Okay. So uh, four rounds of four. Four rounds.
1: Three clues three each.
2: Three clues each. And then the fourth clue is also the answer. So. All
1: right. So to be clear, sometimes it has to do with the band. Sometimes it has to do with the song title. Sometimes it has to do with something thematic. Exactly. All exactly. Right. Let's dive in.
2: All right,
0: jump right into it. Round 1, clue 1.
2: Right. All right, I'm Does that getting uh, familiar to uh, anybody.
1: I'm getting alarms from this. This is a it's a cover actually, but the song is called "I'm Your Venus" or it's just called Venus. So I don't know if there's some sort of planetary thing is going. on. Is that the on.
0: "I'm Your Venus"? I'm Your Fire track. Yeah. Okay. I just wasn't familiar with that part of the song, but yeah. yeah. So
2: well, if if I tried to get a little obscure. Didn't want
1: to <laughs> thinking if you one way or another. Let's, to see the, uh, let's see if
2: it's let's like see it sheds any scary, light on okay, it. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay.
3: just one hand held up i can blot you out out of sight peekaboo peekaboo little love it's just my heart and
0: mine okay all right i think i think i heard her say earth does she say Earth in that? I Is think it that Kate Bush? I think that was Earth. So, um, all right. So, if I'm Mars, guessing, Mars would be next in the sequence. I
1: uh, don't know. I think we're going, yeah. So, we're going out. Very
0: educated mother.
1: So, we are two just. <laughs> we skipped Mercury. We're into Venus. Earth, Mars, and then Jupiter. I would go as far to say that
0: the fourth clue has Jupiter in the song lyrics. All right, let's hear. Do the third. Do we want to clue. skip
2: the third clue? No, I don't think so. Let's hear the third <laughs> let's one. Hear the third one.
0: Okay, you're waiting. This yeah, is wait against only connect rules.
4: <laughs>
0: Very good. Well, now I'm, I th- lost. I think, now I'm yeah. lost. Now I'm lost. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I think I could. <laughs> What do you have an idea of which actual song <sighs> Chris song may have sung? Drops of Jupiter. In? Drops of Jupiter by Train, perhaps?
1: I can't think of any song. I'm going to go Jupiter. Train Drops of Jupy. I will agree with that because I got nothing.
0: Let's, hear, your, let's
2: hear the answer. Yeah, baby! <laughs> <laughs> well done, gentlemen. Well done. And that's, that she's uh,
4: back in, in the old
2: Give it up for Train. There it is, Train baby. <laughs> okay, very good. Okay. All right, you.
1: So, we're on it. We're on point tonight.
2: Good job. That was a practice. That was a practice <laughs> round. No points awarded. It's getting easier from here, right? This is going to get easier. It's going to get a little harder, a little bit more obscure.
1: I really thought we got some points that
2: time. That was okay. good. No, no, no points awarded. Uh, <laughs> let's. Uh, Damn it. That was very good. I'm, I'm very impressed. Uh, let's let's check out Clue two. See if you guys luck strikes twice.
0: Round two, Clue one. If I risk
3: it all, could you break
0: fall? How do I live? How do? I... <laughs> all right, I don't know what that is. I okay. think that that is Sam Smith singing vocals for maybe a James Bond intro song to a movie.
1: Sam Smith. From so, the song on Latch. That would have you know been, yeah. If it was a Bond one, because uh, there was the Bond movie that Radiohead did a theme to. That, Th- that they, was this one. It was rejected. It was which rejected. Was, uh, I believe that was Spectre. Yes, that's correct. Okay. So, oh, by the way, what was who was the band that does the cover of the Venus song? Banana Ram. It was Banana Ram. Yeah, okay. It's a good cover.
2: Yeah, it's a great cover.
1: Clue two. Hello.
4: I felt it from the first embrace I shared with
3: you That now our dreams may finally come true
0: Okay, I'm gonna stick with like songs in movies. Um, maybe these are songs that got selected after someone failed to do the right version. I don't. So know this is if like I've this, like a second attempt. What we just listened to. You have.
1: I
2: have. You have. You can let's do it again. Yeah, let's hear. It you want to hear that one? Listen to it again, and I, I, there's no way you haven't. Okay. Who knows?
4: I felt it from the first embrace I shared with you.
3: That now our dreams may finally come true.
0: Let's hear, let's hear
1: clue 3 let's hear clue three remember me though I
3: have to say goodbye remember me don't let it make you cry for even if I'm
0: far away I hold you in my heart Ooh.
1: so that is from the Pixar film Coco okay but that is. Is that
0: playing over like the end credits or.? It's
1: a song that's in the movie, but this is not. This is like a professional person who's doing it. Uh, which makes me want. Uh,
0: Covers of songs and movies. It's definitely a movie mm-hmm. thing. I want to say that, I, that Sam Smith I, uh, one was
1: the intro. I think I have the connection, but I don't know what the. These are going to be Oscars for best song by year. So we have Sam Smith winning an Oscar for Spectre. So whatever, that was maybe from Frozen or something. I don't fucking know. (laughs) Uh, So Coco
0: was probably a couple years ago. Oh, and the the, the last the last answer is going to be whoever um, whoever won Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga for Star Is Born. You think so? I think so.
1: So what is what is that song? Um, um, What is it called? In In the Shallows. Or something.
0: I don't don't
1: remember the name, but it's the it's the song from A Star Is Born. Okay, I'm gonna say In the Shallows, Lady Gaga.
2: Let's see the answer. Tell
3: me something.
2: Yeah! there you go. Well done. Well done. Teamwork. The, and the sequence the sequence was? We're
1: getting more and more recent best, uh, song, best of song of the, song year, of the year. Oscar yes, year. Yes, winners.
2: that is absolutely correct. This the way the most that... recent one. What was the clue to? La uh, La, La Land. City I of Stars. I have not seen that movie. Yet. <laughs> you've, not, you've heard that song. <laughs> I don't, I don't City of
0: Stars. The way that I that performance gonna... of that song was shot that Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper performed like looked like a short film. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. But yeah, that's the most recent oscar winning uh best original song starting in boy. 2015 so you got specter uh la la land coco uh, uh stars born and then we don't know who's gonna win it this year yet so right.
1: i think all the nominees are terrible yeah
2: they're not
0: great <laughs> moving <laughs> on to round three. round three let's get through this good job so far clue one yeah well done love that track Maggie Rogers uh, Alaska I think Alaska is the song title Ooh,
1: so. I'm glad that you know that I have no idea what well,
0: <laughs> teamwork Caleb
1: okay so do we, do we want to do some pre-guessing because I have an idea for a sequence okay I know for a fact that our most <laughs> recent state of the 50 American states
0: Wait, that was the last to join the union is Alaska all right, so 49th, ninth, forty eighth, forty seventh.
1: would be Hawaii. Uh, three. The th- if it was after Hawaii, it would be
0: before Hawaii.
1: Yeah, yeah, before Hawaii.
0: Um, I think that
1: the New Mexico is the fourth. I can't remember what the.
2: Let's take a let's take a listen to clue number two. <laughs> All right. I like it, where your heads at.
4: No cowboys in the Super Bowl
3: No
4: lonesome dove, no
1: yellow rose oh. All right, are we doing size of states? Because is that like a Texas? That seemed very Texas-y.
0: Mm-hmm. Can we hear that clue one more time? Of
2: course, it's a short There
0: wouldn't be no Alamo
4: No cowboys in the Super Bowl no lonesome no, dumb, no
0: yellow rose. I want to say that clue three maybe is uh, something that has California in the title. Okay. And then, can you think of a
1: song with California in the title?
4: <laughs> <laughs> no. There's so few.
0: There's so few. Right. It's pr- he'll probably go with Hotel California over Going to California. I'm thinking uh,
1: California Girls. Yeah.
0: That, oh, the David Lee Roth cover.
1: No, I'm thinking the original. <laughs>
0: So, yeah. What would what, what would be is what what's the state that's uh next smaller than uh California? I would say oh, Alaska, Texas, California, California, decreasing states by size it's
1: by geographical size. Let's hear the clue 3.
0: Here we go.
4: been on the run driving in the sun
3: looking out for number 1 California here we come all right, <laughs> <laughs>
4: right back when
0: we so far so good all right you guys are in the but now that you guys now that the... the true test is which state is the next closest smaller in size to it's California not just Florida? about your
2: music knowledge it's is about it
0: Florida um,
1: um i know the population in florida's
0: New York, mm, New Mexico, fuck. Minnesota.
1: My geography is so bad.
2: Let's hear the answer.
1: Yeah, we got to go Sorry for the guys. answer. I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna say our school, our American school system has failed. Has <laughs> truly failed us. I'm, I, gonna, say, I'm, I'm
1: gonna, gonna say New York. I'm gonna say a Florida. I think it's gonna be Florida.
4: I might be moving. Montanos.
3: Oh, oh, it's Montana. Montana. Frank Zappa. Yeah. Frank Zappa. <laughs> nice <laughs> cut. Damn yeah, God.
2: it's Montana. These are, Montana. are all songs. The uh, the name is the state, so it's oh, yeah. It's Alaska from Maggie Rogers. Do we know who the second clue was? Do we know what it was yeah. about? Um, was that Garth Brex? George Strait. George, oh, George Strait. Strait, Texas, or Texas on my mind. Uh,
1: Phantom Planet.
2: And then Phantom Planet with California. Jason, Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Phantom Planet. Frank Zappa with?
0: Montana. Montana.
2: Montana. All right. that's Very good. good. You guys you guys are doing great. I'm um, sorry you have no points yet, points though. Yet. Yeah, no yeah. points on the board. <laughs> Three practice get... rounds, though. It's really, we're going to start the game soon, right? Yeah. This one's for all the marbles. Last round
0: hit it we're staying up late tonight <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> this is the <laughs> last did,
4: did you really know what live was comprehend to the track for why cause getting mentions on the tip of the vibe buzz. rock and roll to the beat of the funk fuzz wipe your feet really good on the rhythm
1: okay so that is Tribe Called Quest A Tribe Called Quest uh, it's called Can I Kick It alright and it samples Lou Reed's Walk on the Wild Side
2: okay I like where your head's at Got
1: it. I believe that's "Can kind I of Kick It."
0: Clue two.
4: He funky, walk. His walk. funky with body. He's a chain, that he's a macho man. He-
0: macho man. What'd you say the name of that tribe called Quest song was?
1: I believe that's "Can kind I of Kick
0: It." okay any thoughts on clue two
1: Uh,
0: i don't think i have anything i've heard
1: that before i i have to assume i don't know offhand who that band is which makes me believe that this isn't band related that has to do with the song let's
2: hear
0: that clue one more time oh i don't know
4: i don't know Punky
0: with body, he's our king Call him Mr. Ego, take his change You can
4: best believe that, he's a macho man Let's hear Clue 3 Yeah My lady, come come my lady You're my butterfly, sugar baby Come my lady, come come my lady You're my butterfly, sugar baby, sugar, baby. Sons a sexy, sexy, pretty little thing This is what you got me sprung with your tongue ring
0: all right. All right.
1: So I, that's I don't know why I know this, but that is a band that's called Oates? Crazy Town. Oh,
0: it? I was gonna say O Town. Yeah, it is Crazy Town.
1: Crazy Town. Crazy the song Town. I think is called Butterfly.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. So we've got three clues.
1: A tribe called Quest. Crazy Town. Crazy Can I kick it, Butterfly? Ooh. <laughs> Crazy Town. A tribe I don't know <laughs> Okay um, what do we what do we think
2: about clue 2? Do we know who sang clue 2?
1: No. We, we don't.
2: It <laughs> no. is I'll, I'll give you this. It's okay. about the bands. Okay. So don't worry about
1: Okay, don't worry about the title. Okay. We got tribe, we got town, crazy, something tri-
0: tribe to town
1: Q is there a reason why there's a Q and a Z yeah, but it's not really starting it's just in the title. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Listeners call in. <laughs> help us? <laughs> Should we hear clue 4 and see if we can put it together? Let's yeah. do that. Let's, Let's do, do that. Let's see if we can go work backwards. Okay, here we go.
3: You would not believe your eyes if 10 million fireflies lit up the world as I fell asleep. And leave your drops everywhere. You th- is that Death Cab?
0: It's it, not Death Cab. Is that I, Postal I, Service? F- nope. No? I, I, you would think it's been Gibbered you and, until you realize that that is Owl City.
2: Yeah. So, Nick, do you think you have an idea what this is?
0: Uh, tribe, something, town, town and then city. So, we're going from like macro to micro in geography. It's an acceptable answer.
2: Okay, yeah. S- yeah. These are settlement hierarchies. Ah, okay. So it's... You got a tribe, a tribe of people. tribe at the top. Oh, something... The second song was by the village people. The village people. Yeah, it is. Then a town, and then a city. All right. <laughs> so I would have accepted any band with is a city... The- <laughs> With just city in, there the, in the name. Is there some sort of
1: academic ranking where this is a real hierarchy? Yes. <laughs> okay.
2: Yes. What would, you have, what would you have said with settlement hierarchies? Uh, I guess between... maybe
1: the tribe thing is a little loosey-goosey to me. Tribe of people? Yeah. Lower than a village, maybe you'd have like a hamlet or you would have like a community. <laughs>
0: This guy's Sam
1: <laughs> All
2: right. I don't know, Caleb. Caleb, you lost. No points. <laughs> I think Zero I might get a point. For Caleb. Some
1: tribes are gigantic. Nick I would wins. Say. <laughs> Some tribes are called quests. Some, <laughs> Some tribes are much larger uh, than towns. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, good job, Chris. Well, All right. Thank I, you, Chris, for putting together that I had a lot of fun
2: putting that together. I know I may have overdone it on the last one. We but, did uh, so good
1: on the three practice yeah, rounds, and so when great. it came to the real <laughs> thing, we just choked.
2: <laughs> I know. It's, well, that's why the practices are too easy. <laughs> no, you guys are great. Uh, very well done. Well, good, job. good quizzing, good quizzing. Excellent, gentlemen. excellent.
0: Yes, thank you so much. All right, getting back to the soundtrack. Track 11, Escape.
1: <laughs> Is anyone
3: left?
0: Laugh? <laughs> I'm trying not to. <laughs> work me slow.
3: It's Take your time and work me slowly. Work me,
4: because on the cutter.
0: Boy, I I don't know what to say. I feel like that song would fit right in with like the Space Jam soundtrack somewhere. <laughs> I feel I like know. it would. It's almost like a Lonely
1: Island thing. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's, it's worthy of ridicule.
1: Oh man, that <laughs> that's that, like that, a little. Bit, it's like a handjob song. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's that era of like '90s female vocal quartet groups. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was. I mean, yeah. Escape.
1: Back um, well, like, then, we in, didn't we didn't know if Beyonce was going to come out of Escape X- or out of <laughs> In Vogue. Yeah. Out of Who Destiny's knows? Child. It was all TLC was all up in the air. Who knew? This is another Jermaine Dupree Atlanta. And right? that was bad. Yeah.
2: See, <laughs> 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 oh, the name I got to talk about the name Xscape.
1: <laughs> How many X's are in that? That's one cool. X. How many R&B groups share their names with SUVs?
2: Not many. <laughs> not many. Not many. <laughs> not
1: many. That's a trivia question right But, there. It's,
2: <laughs> but it's it's escape, not x <laughs> like You're mispronouncing it. And you're spelling it to intentionally mispronounce it. Oh, no,
0: gosh. Man, x,
1: sorry. X's sorry. were so hot in the 90s. I had to say it. Yeah. X's were
2: so hot.
0: Yeah, yeah. Guys, ever draw that like S? Thing? <laughs> yeah. What is the, that uh, thing even called? No one knows. It's, man. It, is, it's, it's a it mystery just,
2: of the times. The we called it the and All Saints S. It's not Stussy. It has
0: nothing to do with Stussy. It has nothing, to do with Stussy. It has nothing
2: to do with Stussy. You guys know the S we're talking yeah, about, right, man. listeners? Uh, a,
0: friend of my, a friend of, of mine, had a friend of mine, put out an album recently, and it was just it was all those S's, and I don't think the album did very well.
2: <laughs> it was one of those things like. Moms appropriated that And they were like This is what This means Satan And then <laughs> this is That's It's a It's a, a Secret term That your kids are, sounds That sounds like Some there, more
0: Tipper gore Fucking yeah, bullshit Yeah oh, the oh Satan scare
2: From the 80s and 90s well, like,
0: Frank Zappa went up and like gave that talk at the Senate. Dude, D. Snyder
2: D. D. Snyder. Snyder. He, yeah. he If you guys have a chance to see D. Snyder from or, or Twisted sister. sister, Twisted Sister, he's very Excuse well me. spoken. He, dude, he like it's amazing. He's standing up for art, and you're like, it's fucking D. Snyder, but he's crushing it. He's crushing it. I want to. We're not he to He didn't him. want to take it anymore. Not from Tipper Gore.
0: <laughs> he refused. He refused. Tipper thanks for the uh, parental advisory stickers
2: god that, a lot of good that did <laughs> god, i'm so glad we wasted we saved waste society saved society yeah, we oh, were you man. guys allowed things, to, things
0: really could have devolved Would your parents like let you have cds that had parental advisory stickers on them
2: oh man so my brother was got way into rap and we like,
0: were not allowed to
2: okay i i okay well here's he was, he was my story my brother got way into rap like you know like 15 year old 16 year old white kid Really leaning into, like, just the gangster rap on, like, the, you know, the deepest level. And then mom, like, learned about all this parental advisory stuff. So she took his huge booklet of CDs and was like, anyone that has a parental advisory, I don't think you should have. Because you're under 18. And he was like, what? This is crazy. And she, like, flipped through and was like, I'm taking this. And she's like, or we could sit and listen to them together. And we can decide which. And he was like, "Just take them. Just take them. I, I'm not gonna sit here and like listen to Ice Cube and like this sort of stuff." But I I amazing. don't remember
1: like having a particular conversation, but I guess it must have been a thing because I remember as a kid having the single for Baby Got Back because I remember that the album had the parental advisory, but the single did not.
2: Ooh, nice. And so
1: I felt like I was getting away with a little, but I was like. Mm-hmm. When we were kids, it was a lot of it was a lot of Sony Walkman time. So mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. parents, the parents didn't have to suffer through the music.
0: If if you had the kind of parents that check CDs, one of the workarounds was that people at school would burn CDs. Yeah, and nice. they and they you could just let them know what songs you wanted, and they would make you a little oh, you know man. printout, and then you're good to go i
1: I was in college when people started burning cds yeah yeah yeah, that
0: was the thing
2: for us. caleb grew up in the 70s by the time it would have been an issue for me in like a big way everyone was just i was just downloading everything on napster anyway so it didn't matter i never never paid a cent i
0: don't care (laughs) come on man (laughs) no way dude music industry is just
2: dude music's free man it's like as it should be
0: all right Nikki. track 12 what do we got I mean, interns used to drive Porsches
2: <laughs> at f- recording studios. And Will, Will, I almost said Will Ferrell. Uh, Will
0: Smith drive a Porsche in this. <laughs> Will Farrell drives a Porsche in Bad Boys. Great movie. All right, track 12. Call Oda Wild. Clouds of Smoke. I stalked the streets of New York like a bandit I landed a deal
4: with some homies from the hill on the rear. I represent all of New York That's small talk, take that, that board, Then walks They're jealous, you know you can't f around fellas You can slouch it like A, P, I, D Yo, so I'm house My head's in a cloud of smoke When I choke upon the line
0: It's a pretty great track, actually. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I think they're there's like something
1: uh, ab- they're they're tied up with a. There was a like a rap crew called Soul Assassins out of New York, mm-hmm. and this is they're like leaning a little bit into the Cypress Hill territory. That's what I was gonna say. It sounds yeah.
2: very be-really. be real. Be <laughs> real, yeah.
1: man. It's it's hard to put yourself in a place where marijuana wasn't basically legal.
2: Yeah,
1: because uh, these songs are seem they're super lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: no. just in like. <laughs> well, yeah, you you've touched upon that before, Kale. It's like. Uh songs about smoking pot when it was illegal are very cool. Yeah. Now they're all gonna be terrible because it's like, it's like yeah. rap
1: songs about fucking types of wine or yeah. something. <laughs> just people sipping on wine. Yeah, <laughs> you just
2: go to the dispensary yeah, and, yeah, like, <laughs> and ask the uh the bud tender what you want and they give it to you. What is this about? I don't I don't get it.
0: <laughs> There's something about that lo fi hip hop production that fits so well into uh, you know, the scene in the movie where there's like a scam going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this song could have a perfect place in like the, uh, the soundtrack to Boiler Room. I think this sure. kind of production seems like very
1: in, in a style of like Wu-Tang kind yeah, of like yeah, yeah. A, a very spare New York production that was coming into vogue around this time. Yeah,
0: kind of like a poorly recorded upright bass that worked its way into the track is uh, is always a good thing.
1: It was more like kind of uh, obscure loops and less kind of puffy, like big uh, disco production samples.
2: That's yeah, that's what I was going to sort of touch on was like, um, it seems like they took samples from a movie and like, you know, recorded it onto a cassette and then made it kind of an echoey thing from like a you know,
0: like a quote from a movie or some weird sort of... Like a found recording of, like, a newsreel or... <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, like yeah. Which I think they, they did quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Like, Dr. Green, Thumb, paging Dr. Green. <laughs> Hello! <laughs>
1: yeah. I think that, yeah, there was, like, a movement from, like, uh, licensing, like, uh, like big disco samples. And then, like, Riza was sampling a lot of, like, kind of more 60s and 70s, like, like... Uh, more obscure soul records and just like taking like a nondescript part and just kind of having like a little bit of a drier
2: sound. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
2: That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a good song. Great track. Yeah. Great track. Next uh, track. DJ Muggs, Nobody, Sean C. Pretty good.
3: Pretty good <laughs> guys.
0: On that one. I don't think track 13 is going to hold up as well. <laughs> I like track 13. <laughs> this is KMF DM with Duke joint Jezebel. Yeah. Where is this playing in the
2: movie? It's in the club scene. Okay. There's, there's, an, tracks. there's there an extended tracks.
1: club scene where it's a lot of like industrial music. I think yeah. Stabbing Westward plays at some point. Mm-hmm. Like that—that mm-hmm. that scene goes. King of wishful 10.
0: thinking shows up.
1: <laughs> it's a lot of like, uh, yeah, like Michael Bay's conception of a club in Miami is yeah. all like European, like industrial, very industrial. Like, like
2: what is going on? <laughs> in German, club? German nightclub. Well, I mean, you've been to a club in Miami. It's a lot of like yeah, real scary. gothy <laughs> corpses hanging from the ceiling. Um, there is also women stripping in a, it's it, like well, I mean, Matrix that Matrix underworld, underworld club. Yeah, yeah it's. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. The, the vibes of that it's in that like, uh giant fish tanks also you know criminals hang out there and they have a secret room where they can watch everybody and, you
1: know. <laughs> uh when i was a kid i remember everybody talking about kmfdm it's like you know it stands for kill motherfucking depeche mode i was like what yeah. uh but no it's 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 like a german phrase that means uh like no pity for the majority or something it's a thing like very German.
2: EMF, <laughs> it's ecstasy, motherfucker. <laughs> like,
1: everyone, oh my I will say that the crystal method was definitely a crystal method. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, yeah. Really <laughs> on the nose. That's the one that, <laughs> yeah. There was no subtext there. No. Yeah, KMFDM, they had like a really kind of cool design aesthetic, which is, you know, not that uh, strange for a, for a, like electro band out of Germany. But like very, is kind of like that, um, like Eastern European propaganda Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, kind of like Ministry, like all those bands, I think it's a little dated, but I like it more than most people.
0: can hear some influence from them on probably Trent Reznor and some of the, you know, they started in, yeah, the, yeah. they formed in like 85, I want to say. They've been around for a little while.
2: It sounded a little bit like Rob Zombie-ish. Uh, yeah, yeah, me. those people. <laughs> <guys>. Spooky. <laughs> kind <laughs> of did,
0: though. Yeah, yeah, those guys
1: all, you know. They all took from that uh,
2: hanging out in that same Miami club, you know. <laughs> Rob Zombie was a huge club rat, in loves Miami. Miami. Rob Zombie <laughs> loves Miami <laughs> the beach, the fishing, <laughs> the cuisine. Rob's all about it, man.
0: <laughs> he loves the way oh, that the man. sun's always setting or rising, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's always magic hour. Yeah. Let's do track 14 Inner Circle and Tech. Bad boys reply ninety five.
4: Nobody now giving no break, police now giving no break. Oh, so German, I give
0: There
1: it is. It's a remix of the song made famous by the show Cops. Cops, which uh as a 90s phenomenon. It's so confusing to me. This like idea that, that if you watch that show it's like crazy exploitative. It's just like sad watching these people. You know, it's never like you know, like I feel like the exciting thing about like police, like police dramas, police shows. It's like people hunting down like real villains or whatever. No, when you watch not... cops, it's just like people at their worst moment. Oh, and they're just this like... This show, man. I mean, it's all... Knowing what <laughs> wow. we know now, it's like all everybody's on opioid. It's just like, yeah. the, you know, the the fallout of, like, addiction.
2: It's extremely sad. A lot of it is filmed in my hometown, Fort Worth. <laughs> uh, like, I would say, like, I don't know what sort of deal the Fort Worth Police Department brokered with the cop show, but Dude. it was always that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've driven down that street. And then it, it was always, like, like a guy, a shirtless guy, or, like, a, a woman with no shoes on, and it's some sort of domestic dispute. And it's like, he, he come around here and he told me, He'd be out uh, until 4 tonight, but he'd come home at 3, and he'd see me with Jesse, and then he just he flew out the handle. And <laughs> you're just like, oh, God.
0: Have you ever watched that show, Cheaters? Dude, yeah. Man,
3: it's just- that's, in, that's also <laughs> in, it's that's in Dallas. It's
0: probably also there. Yeah. It's in Dallas. It, it is wild. It is truly humanity. at the, just-
2: God, man, Cheaters... Uh, they've tried to do it well it's, it's completely orchestrated now yeah, cheaters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've
0: seen the guy talk about it that's the producer for the show oh Joey Greco yeah. 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 yeah yeah wait you knew that really quickly
2: Chris yeah, no I know I know a lot about Cheaters he was stabbed on a boat yeah on <laughs> um, that clip
0: uh, oh, my goodness and then I, I, like, I, I, think I took it
2: for. I totally thought that was real and then I watched it again I was like oh that's like the fakest thing we have ever seen ever. <laughs> but, um but I know Very, yeah. I know multiple people that were on Cheaters like well, you mean like,
0: reality tv's not real? <laughs> I
2: mean, you know breaking news? Hey, I'm not going to be the one to, to break
1: that. I think That's I would it. feel better about cops the show if uh if it were staged. <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> it's so crazy to think that in in the mid 90s, like this movie about uh like two black guys playing cops is just like so like so excited about police. And there's no ambiguity, and no like the soundtrack is just a bunch of like
2: call the police. It's awesome. Look, man, the cops were here to help. Okay, <laughs> always in maybe. the '90s, they were helping everybody. Maybe, in Mi- maybe Indians. in Miami, I don't know. I've never been
1: in Miami. Maybe it's some sort of paradise.
2: I've been to Miami. <laughs> yeah. Great food.
0: Great food. <laughs> I saw OJ Simpson when I
1: was in Miami. I've never been Are much of a never yeah. been much of an industrial music fan, so I just stayed away.
0: I did. It was at a uh, a sushi restaurant. Whoa. <laughs> And Did uh, people boo him, you know. I guess this was before he went to jail, like the you know, oh, for, for the memorabilia, for robbing his own memorabilia, yeah, that yeah. crazy. Bullshit. Um, <laughs> well, he was that's for another podcast, <laughs> yeah. but uh, he got up and left with uh, his little crew of people, and everyone in the restaurant uh stood up and started clapping when he left. Oh, you have told me the story, yeah. pretty bizarre. And I don't know if they were clapping like in solidarity or they were like. Get the fuck out of here. No. <laughs> they were not clapping in solidarity
2: for OJ. Oh,
1: man.
0: Oh, man. The looks on their faces.
1: Um, yeah, a buddy of mine, who I think might listen to the podcast, He, uh, I think he was in Hawaii, and he also saw OJ Simpson at a restaurant, and he said that he had a giant head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is again, before he went to prison for a second. <laughs>
2: it's probably steroids. I think steroids make your head huge. Yeah, I don't know. Crazy. Anyway. Anyway,
0: moving on. (laughs) Where are we at? Track 15? Track 15 Mark Mancina, theme from Bad Boys. some scory
2: garbage <laughs> this is I, I thought this was playing the entire movie
1: there is so much score I in the Wikipedia article for the soundtrack one of the things it says is that people were disappointed that it didn't include more score because there's so much score in the movie
2: there's a separate score album you can buy
1: oh no it's so <laughs> shreddy and very Michael Bay like yeah. the rock sounds like this the entire time yes. very Mi-
0: Michael Bay can never be used to describe anything in a positive manner. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like military march sort of thing with like uh oh strings. No. It's it's it, a dun, <laughs> dun, 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 uh, would buy that. I read that he, <laughs> he's he's kind of to like
1: a uh, listen he to was part of the Hans Zimmer, <laughs> Hans Zimmer had a company of yeah. like uh film scoring. This guy's worked a ton. He's like a
0: But this He's part of the Zimmer like house Part of the
1: of... yeah, the Zimmer school of film score.
0: Everything's so loud with Hans Zimmer.
1: Remote Control Publications, <laughs> I guess. I think it was
0: maybe for, like, Inception. Sometimes they release the soundtracks to the movies, the the score soundtrack before it comes out. But Hans Zimmer was like, we did not want to do that for this one because we wanted people to hear it in the theaters very loud for the first time. (laughs) He also sounds like Werner Herzog when he talks. Yeah.
1: I feel like that, yeah, that school of, like, film scoring is very much, like, give the client what they want, because this sounds like Michael Bay's head.
2: No, yeah. For he, sure. This is going on, and this is on <laughs> <laughs> a loop in his brain at all times.
0: I read in some, uh, some interview... Michael, they were asking Michael Bay, like, what's with his like obsession with explosions? Yeah, and he said when he was like a kid, he he like tied a piece of like uh, like a firecracker to a uh, to like a toy fire truck, like an RC fire truck, and then was driving it around and just like filmed it with his mom's like eight millimeter camera. So he's had this problem. He's been blowing shit up for years, his man. whole life.
1: Everybody yeah. gives Tarantino shit about the the, the feet thing. Yeah. But I think that Michael Bay has like a much weirder deal
2: going on. He's like, I gotta go, God blow things up. <laughs> I, wanna see thing go
0: boom. <laughs> I wanna see things go
2: boom. I wanna see things <laughs> go boom.
0: That's how he talks. That's how he talked in the interview. He talked like a big baby.
2: <laughs> I
0: like when it goes boom, boom.
2: I like things go boom, boom. Uh, I, I did want to talk about, uh, before we end this thing, uh, the, there's like... Eddie Dominguez was a, a character like early on in this movie and he's like you know I guess the guy in the in the crew that stole all the stuff that's doing speedballs and it, he's kind of like the first plot point sort of thing that yeah, I yeah. but just like the obviously sweaty coke guy is <laughs> the funniest character to me it's like they really ha- like, you know,
1: there's a scene where he squirrels away like a brick
0: of heroin yeah, yeah, into yeah. like his Puts jacket, in the
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Puts in the and then he's like, Hey, ladies, welcome to the party. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> he's, like, like, he's like, We really need the audience to know he is yacked out of his mind and doing There's I guess, a lot heroin? of So,
1: I, I mentioned earlier, uh, Joey, Joe Pantleone, mm-hmm. um, Joey Pants, yeah, who is like famous from, uh, what do you say? Um, the Sopranos. He yeah. had a recurring role. Yeah, he yeah. was in The Matrix.
2: Cipher. Yeah.
1: yeah. So he's like the the sergeant or whatever. Yeah, he's, he's, he's great. The character boss. He's, he's yeah. great. Plays the uh, same obvious guy. Way, <laughs> obvious wig, Obvious wig. And then uh, what is the snitch? Remember, like the the. the
2: yeah, he's it's, he's it's in the, so
1: many things. It's the yeah. guy from yeah. also from the Sopranos. Is it Michael Imperioli? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, it's, it's Christopher. Like Christopher from The Sopranos. Yeah, 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 yeah. In like an early role. Yeah. I don't like. There's a lot of great actors. Like I said, the acting, the writing is fine. Mm-hmm. It's it's only Michael Bay and his fucking guitar
2: head. I don't know if the writing
1: is great. It's a good like. No, I did not think it's great. But it's like you know, it's fine. Like the banter is fun, and
2: I was really charmed by. Uh, I think Martin Lawrence. He was. I really, uh, I really enjoyed him throughout most of the film. He's funny and like, and not like in an overly yeah, hammy way. Like, I, I, yeah, I, was very I think That's what I'm
1: saying. It, it yeah, seems yeah. like they're like riffing a lot, but not so much that it's like a Will Ferrell movie where yeah. it's just like, Well wow, they're really just letting this roll.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, man, There was one scene where Will Smith is like, "Geez, you're like driving Miss Daisy right now,"
0: and then like, <laughs> I remember I saw that clip and I immediately shut the movie off.
2: <laughs> I remember thinking like. What the what the fuck are you supposed to say to that? <laughs> <Just>
0: like, <laughs> what kind of
2: joke was that? What? I know it's I a, in uh, recent memory. Who wrote this some,
0: movie?
2: I think it was Michael Bay. No, yeah.
0: no he uh, didn't Michael, write the Michael screenplay. B, yeah. It's Michael Bay. No way, dude. No, no. I don't believe so. Uh, let me, I'm curious what else this uh, screenwriter or screenwriters have written. All right, Nikki. Uh, while we look that up, what is the
1: last track on the soundtrack?
0: Uh This might be a bonus track. It is a bonus track. I don't know, man. <laughs> Sick Track 16, mm-hmm. 69 Boys featuring K-Knock with five-o. 0 Hit it come, hit it come.
4: Hit it come, hit it come. Bad boys want it slow, gotta go, gotta go. 5-0-1-3, 3 eight, six, Concrete, move quick, bad boys in hot pursuit, cause they think I got the loot, but they got to catch my shadow. I am A, A, L, L, okay, it ain't gonna happen though, cause the gas, mass, pass, flow, you know? So yeah. party tonight, I news, illusions, which break this conclusion, Uh, If I plan on jamming, yeah, my six-bow best keeps ramming. So hold on, cause I'm living through the alleyway. Roll down the front, to pull out the cause if we get a DUI, then your old boy's real gon' rock, cause they do? Cool. <laughs> <laughs>
2: 69 boys know what to do I did it again, did it again. <laughs> my man o- yeah. my boys Dude, that song is fun man Dude, I, I love the 69 boys <laughs> unironically enjoy the 69 boys it's so
1: weird that the I feel like the, all the verses are about avoiding the police and then all the choruses are about how we should call the police cause they're awesome yeah,
2: I, it's, <laughs> I, very do, I also noticed the uh, 69 boys love to do like go on turn on the camp. <laughs> <laughs> they love that little uptick on the uh the I feel last like syllable. that's like a Latin
1: thing. Is it's it? like a little bit of the, little, the uh, Cuban influence in yeah, the, the Miami.
2: The Exulting goo on the end of the E. Alright, any any word on this screen <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, a team. It's Doug Richardson, oh, yeah. who is a novelist. It's uh uh Jim Mulholland and Michael Barry. Uh Jim Mulholland. I guess Die Hard Two was Doug Richardson. He's also a novelist. Ooh, that's the worst Die Hard. It's the worst Die Hard. Um, and then, not surprising. Uh, ooh, listen to what Jim Mulholland has done. Um, Amazon Women on the Moon.
1: That was that's also the worst one in that franchise.
2: <laughs> yeah, Amazon Women Underwater was the best. of <laughs> that, uh, and it was an SC, SCTV special, I guess, oh, yeah, okay, but. Yeah. <laughs> Not good. (laughs) Not looking good, fellas. It seems to be one of those situations where it's like, all right, we got uh, Martin Lawrence and uh, Will Smith on board. Michael Bay is going to direct. Like, what's the movie? Ah, we'll figure it out. We're going to figure it out by Friday. Wait, Yeah, I think we got a guy. We got three guys that are going to write. You
0: know a guy named Doug, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Oh, Doug's great.
2: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: (laughs) This is... Oh, uh, back when Michael Bay was good. Oh boy, that's what that's what we're dealing with. Oh, man, it's not <laughs> it's not wrong to like a certain degree. I mean, I could tolerate watching this movie, probably more than tolerate watching like later Michael Bay movies. Dude,
1: Transformers yeah. movies, literally, there's a, there was. OK, they do like these marathons on some cable channel whenever there's a holiday because did they're unwatched. I think I was home and that's they, when families they all, get together
0: and watch Transformers bleed <laughs> together. And
1: I was watching this one where there was a scene where it's like two characters are like yelling at each other. And then it shows these Transformers chasing each other and they're like Transformers in their cars. and They're chasing each other out of the city and then it, it cuts and they're like in the woods and then it cuts, and they're like in the mountains, mm-hmm. and then they start fighting again as Transformers. And then it cuts back to the people, and they're like having the same conversation. And you're just like, "Wait a minute! So these wait the Transformers like are in a different county, and you're still mid sentence? I mean, it I just hate to inform
0: going. you, but those Transformers movies are like some of the highest grossing movies of all time. <laughs> it is like in the top five. Yeah." franchise it's insane it makes so much
2: money it's all overseas stuff too you know yeah, yeah.
0: everyone's stupid for
2: watching there's,
1: there's some sort of universal like appeal to absolute shit yeah <laughs>
0: oh, people gosh. like hot garbage
2: <laughs> let's ra- let's <laughs> fucking rate this and let's <laughs> let's rate the
0: soundtrack no cheer up guys it's gonna <sighs> be all right
1: all right so out of 15 stars uh who wants to go first oh chris wants to
2: go
0: Does he? Okay. Um, you know what? He's going to quit
2: this podcast. As much, as much as, um, we were ripping on the movie, as much as we were ripping on Michael Bay, this is enjoyable. This is an enjoyable film. Uh, and the soundtrack is actually, uh, quite listenable. Listenable does not mean good. Um, a lot of that new Jack swing that Caleb's obsessed with, and we can't figure out why. Um, there's some good songs on here. Um, 69 boys that gives it a bump uh there's a couple of just kind of filler rmb stuff that i don't really care for and it's it's not i'm not super familiar with it. i don't think a lot of these people have yeah, done too much after this a couple
1: this. might be generous
2: yeah um i'm gonna give this uh 8.9 middle okay, of the road
1: i think the nick should go next because i am sensing the lowest score <laughs> coming from that end of the studio.
0: You can go, too, if you want. No pressure.
1: Nick, what do you think?
0: Uh, out of 15 stars in the sky, decimal stars allowed. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give this soundtrack a 5.5. Hold on. I mean, it is listenable. Um <laughs>
3: 69 boys, 69
0: boys The track that I enjoyed the most was probably The Call of the Wild track, Clouds of Smoke Kind of that grimy, grimy beat The ballads were certainly stinky Some of the hip hop on here is good, some of it's okay Uh, The theme from Bad Boys, I mean, major points there That's five points for me Dude, if you like that, you're going to love the score album Oh man, who, I got to check out the Amazon reviews for that. Like who has bought that and why? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go 5.5. Okay, very good. Um, Okay, it's, it's tough
1: because we review a lot of soundtracks that are either period pieces or aggregate a bunch of classic songs from different eras. And this is all, uh, for the most point, like original music collected for this soundtrack uh, a few, I guess the song songs probably not original for this, but um, it's a little bit of a time capsule. It doesn't age super well. Uh, the Biggie track I love. Sixty Nine Boys are super fun. Uh, I like that Warren G track. I like some of the, like the weird R and B. Uh, but I I can't give this more than like a I'll give it like a seven point two. Okay, not bad. I'm just happy to get a little bit of variation of musical genre on the soundtracks that we're doing.
2: That's fair. No, I, know. I, I think that's important. And I feel like I didn't want to come across as like you know, oldies hating <laughs> like, just a bunch of fucking Brooklyn nerds hating on hip hop. Well, I didn't want to do that. you know, Dude, that, that fucking nineties R and B sound is coming
1: back in a way that I'm not very happy about because I, I went through that. Yeah, That weird, like, overproduced baby face. Uh, so, so, listening to that is, like, a little bit rough for me, but, but some of it's pretty good. I don't know. Okay, guys. Well, we'll, <laughs> <say>. <laughs> we'll thank you for listening. And now, yeah, uh, before we good. go, we got to add a song to the track listing Spotify playlist. Our favorite song about the police. Who wants to go first?
0: Favorite police song? Police song. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> This is Karma Police.
4: (laughs) (laughs) This is what you get. This is what you
3: get when you mess with us.
0: little bit of Radiohead news this week. If you're a fan of Radiohead, they've released a new website called Radiohead Public Library. Nice. Where they've posted... uh, All their books? All the books they've written. (laughs) It's uh, a collection of old concert footage and uh, clips and photos that uh, haven't been released. And you can kind of scroll through them all in like a Tumblr-style page. And there's some pretty good stuff on there, surprisingly. Cool. Cool. Yeah, that song also has a great music video shot by uh, Jonathan Glazer, uh, who did the uh, Virtual Insanity music video. Yeah, Um, it's a beautiful one. I think Radiohead's—you know—they're going places.
2: (laughs) They're pretty good. They're pretty good. What do you think? Do you think that's their most popular song?
0: Um, that or Creep. Yeah, Creep is probably their most popular. But they forget about Creep. Yeah, there's a whole story there. But another podcast. (laughs) That's That's a great, great song.
2: All right, oh, Darden. I'll go Next, yeah. Um I picked the uh the Strokes, New York City Cops. Let's hear that. She said on to go now.
3: The bleeding era ain't NYC.
2: Off their album, "Is This It," two thousand one. Will we
0: ever find out? Will we find out? I don't know. I don't know.
2: (laughs) But uh, uh, not my favorite song off that album. But um, it's pretty good. I think it's. I think it's a good. It's one of my favorite (laughs) albums of all time. I will say, Uh, and it hit me, you know, just at the right time. I was like in seventh grade, like just discovering decent music and. These guys uh taught me what it was to be a hipster and I decided to follow that dream as far as I could find. You know, knowing that the real hipster thing is to have your dad buy out Radio City music hall and throw a party every Saturday and then make it as a band. So you know, they probably hated the cops for them crashing their <laughs> New York fucking <laughs> radio city music hall parties. Um Nah, it's it's tough. There there's so many um you know, F the police kind of song. I feel like a bit of a fraud uh, picking one of those because the majority of my life, the police have helped me out. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, but so I didn't want to be like, you know, eh, yeah, fuck you, pigs. What's <laughs> up? I called you to my house because I was suspicious of somebody in the front yard and you came right away. Anyway, thanks. Strokes, check right, them out. Yeah, great. That's a good
1: song. All right, for my pick, um, I went with a song. It's, a, it's an artist that I know that Nick is also a big fan of. I'm not sure about Chris. Um, the song it shares its title with a famous 90s track, uh, famous for its controversy, which was a song called Cop Killer by Ice T, which was like a big, right around the same time as the soundtrack, uh, the Bad Boy soundtrack we were just listening to. It was a real lightning rod, even though it was a song that nobody really listened to. But it was like big—the you know, the Tipper Gore, like uh, when everything we were talking about—it was like. Um, but anyways, John Mouse's version—it's like a little bit more of like a just a general. Well, John Mouse—he's a very interesting guy. He's uh, he has very particular and strong opinions about art, where it's like. I think he's all about like stripping things down to very distinct parts and this idea of like a cop killer is just kind of his if like a phrase of like the most kind of anarchic like uh like phrase you could think of and so this is John Mouse with Cop Killer <laughs> This is from 2011, but you can. I feel like it sounds a lot like uh, like Clockwork Orange soundtrack, a mm-hmm. little bit of Stranglers,
0: yeah, Vangelis um, sort of. Yeah, Vangelis sort of. that, that was, album that that's from is really great. It's um, one
1: of my favorite albums. And then we
0: must become the pitiless censors, censors of ourselves. ourselves. Hmm.
1: I saw him Flash when words. he was touring on uh, the album after that, or maybe even Too Removed, and I kind of. I was curious what he would do with this song, because it's like, it's very, it sticks out because it's like, so kind of inflammatory. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, oh, he probably won't play it because he, you know, this was like a few years ago or maybe even longer. Yeah. But yeah. he played it and yeah. he just like really leaned into it and was like, yeah. all right, we're
2: doing Cop Killer. Was, uh, part of the
0: encore. Yeah. He played it <laughs> He's twice. Got, He's like, like, people loved it. Yeah, yeah. His super fans are like, are pretty, pretty diehard.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I really, I really love John Mouse. John, he's, uh, he's
2: been on the. We've recommended him before, I believe. Right?
0: I don't know if we or have if we
2: talked about. Him. Oh. Um, we, met,
0: uh, I can't remember.
2: Hmm. We talk about him every once in a while. We talk about him. John Mouse is he's amazing. He's
1: fucking awesome.
2: Go for the touchdown.
0: Go for the touchdown.
2: <laughs> Let's kill the cops tonight. Everything he says is important. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: all right, well, thank you, uh, Caleb, for uh, picking the bad boy soundtrack. Yeah, thank you, Caleb. Oh, thanks for listening. Yeah, and I guess it's a Nick pick next, right? Uh, it may be a Nick pick. I think that's right. Yeah. yeah it's a good thinking. <laughs> it's a good thinking.
2: All right, thanks, guys, for listening. Be sure to follow us on social media. Reach out to us. We always love to hear from you. Uh, recommendations and reviews, critiques,
0: anything you want to say. We love you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.